We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You hear all the... uh... <laughs> All the stuff in the background of the radio. Walt Harris here with another Panther Rants podcast. I'll be uploading another um, one I did previously with the uh, hurricane and the pit football preview, which was like two freaking minutes because I spent most time talking about the tornado, not tornado, but the hurricane. And by the time I was done, I had no really energy to talk about pit football. But here I am in traffic on the on a tollway because. The toll's been waived in Houston. All the toll roads here, they're not charging anything. And with the uh, increase of traffic on Monday, because school is restarting back for everybody, it's going to get worse. And plus, I'm sure you know the toll road authorities probably losing money on this. You know, so many cars going through and they're losing... Money on the tools, the easy tags, all the happy stuff. But, yeah, my commute's been a living hell. And given whatever people are going through, I, I'll i take just a shitty work commute any, t- any day. Because the rest of the people, they're dealing with estimators, trying to get their um, damage assessed and how much it's going to cost for repairs... Go through the whole process, and of course, you know, realizing that all the stuff that you worked for, that you pride yourself on, that you bought, is gone. So, I sympathize with those people. I do. I'm not going to sit there and say, "Well, this is what you get for buying a house on on a buy reservoir." I don't think those people took that into account. Because one thing, it's never flooded really that bad here. At least in my area. It really never has. So, for for this to get as much rain as we did, it was unpredictable. So, I don't really judge anybody on what you know, on the decisions they make in buying a home. One thing, I mean, one thing you should do at least is at least have your homeowners and your flood insurance. I mean, homeowners is obvious, but if you're in a state where there's a lot of flooding, you probably want to get flood insurance too. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate. So, uh, Pitt, Penn State will meet at Saturday at two thirty, and I can't wait. You know, I caught part of the uh, Youngstown State game, and um, pretty disappointed. Well, it's not really disappointing because Pitt won. You know, no win's really disappointing. I mean, yeah, the manner how they won. I mean, they blew up a substantial lead and went to overtime. 
Not to mention her kicker shanked a bunch of field goals. Yeah. It sucked, but Pitt held on and won. And of course, the, you know, the the game the game book was uh, or the playbook was was vanilla for the most part. Defensively, they couldn't defend a will route, so who knows what they're gonna do there? But it looks like it was that issue there. This will route was more communication than anything else. <coughs> Which I get, but they're going against the, but. Uh, they're going against uh, Penn State this week, and Penn State's offense—they look like they haven't missed a beat. I mean, I watched with Akron; they just destroyed, they just dismantled, destroyed them. So, what's going to happen for Pitt? A lot of things. For one thing, the offense is going to click on all cylinders, which means Max Brown's going to have to be. Like honey, well, you know what? Let's let's rewind for a second. Last year, Pitt beat Penn State, dropped forty-two points on them, and they lacked the passing game. And as if you all you all remember, that's the one thing that kept Penn State in that game last year was the lack of a passing game. Pitt just couldn't get it couldn't get it going, and because of that, Pitt could not um, put them away. So. Allow Penn State to uh, get more possessions and hence more points. So yeah, you had that going for you. So that's one thing Pitt's gonna have to do this time is establish the passing game because they don't have a um, the offensive line is still somewhat there. I mean, it's a decent line. It's not, definitely not like last year's. And of course, you don't have um, James Conner back there at all. But you have Quadri Olison, who uh, looked pretty decent last week. Darren, yeah. Let's not get into him. You know what? I almost called him. Uh, I almost called him Darren Walls from the from from uh, what's it called? The guy from uh, the Wolverine. Uh, Willen Hills. Uh, I almost called him Darren Walls, but Darren Hall. He just looked slow last week. I don't know if it's you know injuries or what, but he just ugh. he just didn't look good. I mean, Pitt's going to definitely need speed. I mean, A.J. Davis, hopefully he he may have a coming out party. Who knows? And, um... But basically, they're going to need to get that running game going like they did last year. But one thing in particular is they have to get the passing game going. I mean, obviously, you know, they, they got way and Quadri Henderson, they got you know they have they got this two, those two going, but basically if Pitt's gonna win this game, it's gonna have to be in a shootout like last year. Although you can pretty much say last year wasn't really a shootout, it's just Pitt couldn't pull them away in the end, and they had to rely on a uh, you know a Trace McSorley interception where 
where McSorley pretty much got a little bit cocky, a little bit full of himself, and just went for the kill. And you figure, I mean, you know, you figure he would have learned from uh, when he played USC. He would learn from that pit game not to do it. And you know, he threw up that first time and it almost got picked off. The second time, he did it again, and USC ended up uh, taking in the field goal range and winning that game. So, Pitt's, what Pitt really is going to need is for Trace McSorley to be really full of himself, really cocky, because he tends to do that. Same thing with the play calling as well with Moorhead. Basically, the egos on the Penn State offense have to come in check. And basically, it's Moorhead calling pass plays and Trace McSorley doing cocky things like he's done because uh, McSorley has a habit I've seen it before where he just throws passes up and his receivers bail him out you know Pitt's just going to have to read him so we'll see I mean this may not be as I mean who knows we're we're all thinking we're all going to lose by 30-40 points it may not be that way at all We'll see. Anything can happen. So I would, um, I wouldn't rule out Pitt just yet. Yeah, you can return. So click, 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 click. But I wouldn't rule out Pitt totally yet. It may not be that bad. I mean, the game itself is important for Narduzzi. I mean, every one of these Penn State games is going to be important for him. Because he has to set some sort, make he has to set some sort of tone, make a point. So, all in all, we'll see what happens. But uh, it's a big test. I mean, Penn State's the number four team in the country. They're probably the favorite to win the Big Ten. Although everybody's picking Wisconsin for some reason, and I have no idea why. Wisconsin's not even. A, I mean, they're good, but. They had a really good team last year. It's just they had no quarterback, really. They lacked a quarterback. There was Hornybrook, sure. But if you watch him as Penn State in that game, same thing with Pitt. They couldn't put Penn State away because they didn't have a passing game. So, and this year, Penn State's just a much better team. They're more loaded than what last year's team was. I mean, plus they've recruited really good over the last few years. They've they brought some really good classes. So you'll see a product of it. So really what Pitt's got to do is develop something on offense. Defense, got to hope McSorley gets full of himself. But, of course, they got to get some pressure on him as well. I mean, pressure forced him into making those mistakes. So if they can do that, you know, we'll see. But uh, if Pitt wins, it's going to be a high-scoring game regardless. I don't think it's going to be a defensive struggle. Points are going to be scored. Will it be 42-39? Maybe not. Maybe like a 35-28, 35-31 type of game. Similar to that. But, yeah, I don't see it. Uh, Pitt winning, I don't see it uh, you know, being like a defensive struggle. 
Unless it rains, of course, really bad. You know, we, the hurricane blows in, and both teams can't really do, you know, squat. We'll see. But young, just like last year's game against Villanova, there's not much to take from what Pitt did. Obviously, the the will route's concerning because it looked like there were some communication issues between the linebackers and you know. And obviously, you can see Dark Doozy was a little bit testy in, you know, in the press conference. And, yeah, and naturally, we do have a media blackout again with Pitt this week, which has got some of the local media up, up in arms. And I get it. It's a big game. They want to cover. But there's, you know, there's plenty of things you can do, the right things, things you can write. So I really wouldn't... Uh, if I'm the local media, I wouldn't get, you know, my, you know sand in my vagina over it. Like some of them are, because because personally, I can really give two craps if they cover pit. I mean, there's plenty of other places I can get pit content. I don't have to. I don't have to pull up the Post Gazette. Post Gazette. <laughs> there's a Trib. I guess it's some some sort of Tumblr site now, as I call it. You know, there's that little site that Rossi and them are on. Tim Benz. Then, of course, you got Dejon's site. You got them. And, of course, but, you know, for me, I mean, you know, I can go anywhere. PGH Sports Now. You know, they got some decent riders. I mean, Harry's been in the game for a long time. Alan Saunders, really good. You know, Nick, Nick Gorn's pretty decent as well. I mean, he, he's, I mean, he's, Looks like he's been uh, in the game for a little bit. Yeah, he's up and coming. Then, of course, um, you flip over to Cardiac Hill. You got those guys. Anson Whaley. Hope I pronounced him right. Jim Hammett. I mean, you got those guys. So, anything else I missed? Well, yeah, I can't forget Pip Blather. I mean, Chaz Rich and all those guys. I have to look. Does Reed, does Reed even still write for those guys? Reed's been a, like a message board poster for years. I th- I'm sure he writes for them. And there's Justin, of course. I don't know his last name. I just know he's the Twitter handle NFL Gimpy. There's all those guys. So if I miss anybody from the pit side, oh, dreambackfield.com. I got to forget those guys. So, I mean, if I miss anybody, I apologize. But there's plenty of, like I'm trying to, like what I'm trying to say is there's plenty of places to get your pick content. Oh, how could I forget? There's Panther Digest, which is some, panthermore.com, I guess is what it is now. And then you got um, Panther Lair. How could I forget Panther Lair? With Chris Peak. And all those guys. But if I forget all your names, I apologize. But, you know, like I said, I'm just trying to uh, mention all the names of these of these sites and get you out there. And there's the Panthers 24-7 site. I'm not sure who even writes for them now. I know Carlo managed that for a bit, and he works. He got ousted, and I guess he went to go work at Toledo. Now he's with Pitt doing his thing. So, you know... 
you know, he's really moved himself into the ranks. I mean, of course, he had his he had the whole Whippeo Insider, you know, football camp, you know, where he tries to get all the Whippeo kids uh, noticed. You know, it reminds me of when Dave Wanstead did that before he left, where he had his camp and he had all those player Whippeo kids there and was inviting all the schools in to get these kids noticed. I mean, get them some sort of scholarship. Whether it's 1A, 1AA, or PSAC, if they, you know, if they have scholarships. You know, it, you know, regardless, if it's if it's some sort of interest. You may not get a scholarship, but they may say, hey, you know what? You look good. We can't give you a scholarship, but hey, stop by, you know, stop by and sign up, you know, register for classes here. But all I can say for you guys is uh, on Saturday, just try and enjoy the game and know if we lose, yeah, we're going to have to have thick skin. Although Penn State's, you know, some of their fans are starting their condescending crap. We're, you know, we're... Let's uh, let's rise above and show them how how a great fan base Penn State is. Not like how Pitt was last year. Yeah, that doesn't take away from the fact of all the years you 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 stereotyped our 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 basketball players and our black football players as thugs every time they've ever committed to our school. Yeah, I mean. Be nice to us and give me us an apple pie while we show up to your tailgate or the tailgate at your uh, university doesn't take away the fact that you guys are condescending assholes and that you're, that when we leave you're gonna you're gonna say you're gonna say a whole bunch of stuff about our players, calling them thugs and what without what and whatnot. So you know you can just you can just miss me with that bullshit. Ah, oh, here I go cussing now. I was doing good up until then. Oh well. No, I gotta let these people cross. There we go. Yeah, texting while driving is banned in Texas now. I mean, if you're but if you're stopped at a stop sign, you can still text and tweet because you're technically not driving. Whereas me, I'm on a speakerphone trying to uh, do this podcast, and I'm finishing up. But going back, just enjoy the game. And, uh, you know, I have a lot of friends who are Penn State fans. You know, I actually got invited to some Penn State games, game watches here in Houston. Because I actually went to Penn State for a year as a branch campus dummy. And so, to them, even though I've been there for a year, they still classify me as alumni. And, yeah, I'm invited to go watch a uh, game with all of them. Which I probably won't do anyway. You know, I, I mean, if I knew Pitt was a sure winner, I would definitely show up to this game and watch, you know, and do the game watch. It'd be fun. But, unfortunately, no. I just show up wearing my Pitt, my Pitt shirt. But, uh, yeah, I was a branch campus dummy. I tried to get in the pit, but, um, my, uh, um, SAT scores were high enough. It was funny. I had like a I had like a three three grade average in high school, and I had an SAT score of probably like eight sixty. That was a horrible test taker. But um, I could have. I think if um, I applied myself more in high school, I could have had a higher GPA 
same thing with college too. I was doing really good in college until I turned 21. And then I could have cared less about getting high on a roll. I just wanted to go, I just wanted to go out and get drunk. I wanted that B, I want instead of the A plus, I wanted the B. I went to the 3-0 so I could go get hammered. But alright, I'm done here. It's 20 minutes. Enjoy how to pit.